I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Monday KBJ After the Show podcast. The day after the Super Bowl. Everyone's in such a zombie state. At work here. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it is messed up, and it's tough. If you start off your Monday beat up, knocked down, because it's hard to catch up. It's going to roll a bit into your Tuesday. You Maybe you're feeling good again by Wednesday. Eh, just, uh, they, they really, I really do feel like they should do something, because they're not, they're just leaving the game on Sunday, and, you know, if you're East Coast, it's not going to end till you know, 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. <laughs> Me and Denny's didn't even realize the Super Bowl was on yesterday. That's amazing. We forgot. Yeah. Oh, you know, hey, look, I mean, if you're not in a plugged into a sports world and if you're not watching a lot of network TV, I could see where you could go through and be like, oh my gosh, I forgot that was on last night. Well, someone emailed me and go, I, th- I thought Jay Bird liked sports and played baseball. I, I played mm-hmm. sports all through my life, I'm yeah. mainly baseball, but I played tennis. I did play some football, but I, something happened within the last five years. Yeah. I just have not gotten into sports. i gotten out of them. Baseball doesn't really tickle my dick no more. I think a lot of it's the crowd that you hang out with. If you're in a sports world and sports crew and that's you know what your click does and typically sports people gravitate towards one another because that's a lot of the conversation they want to have and so if that's not your click and your crew then i could see how you get out of i've had pockets in my life too where i just at the time wasn't really hanging around with a lot of sports people and kind of got out of it and there are also two pockets of the world when i lived in california california is not a big Diehard sports, not like other places. You go to Boston, New York, uh, Philly, Chicago, uh, you know, pockets in those towns. Those are big sports towns, so you can't get away from it. I kind of feel like it's the same concept as a show. For example, I used to love, I mean, I still do love the Braves, Mm -hmm. but I love the Atlanta Braves because of a guy named Dale Murphy. And he was one of their main guys for many, many years. Mm -hmm. He was a character. He was a person on the show, so to speak, that I looked forward to watching. Mm -hmm. So when I think sometimes what happens happens is people trade all the time you don't know where everyone's going and i think that's what it might might be for me teams are I, a lot different than they used to be they didn't used to trade the same way you would see a team together and this group would play five to ten years on the same team together and now as soon as somebody gets good if you're a marlins fan you know oh man if they have a good season they're gone next year well it'd be like having you know every two years we replace a virginia or you replace a, a jaybird or mm-hmm. it's, yeah, you I mean, can imagine if our radio show was like that we've been together coming up on 25 years you've been with us for 20 and so people have had time to get used to that but if every three years we had somebody new coming in and the makeup was changed i don't know how people would feel about it. i think your chemistry changes Mm -hmm. i don't know if you like it as much and i know sports and entertainment is different same concept though at the end of the day it's all entertainment yeah it is and you gravitate towards characters and if character is gone it's like a tv show Sometimes you may fall off a TV show if you love it and a great character's written off of it or they just leave. 
Yeah. You may not like it as much. Or I hate when shows I love bring in a new character and that character d- d- kind of starts to dominate some of the storylines in mm-hmm. a show you like. Yeah. I hate when that happens. You do, okay. Well, because if the if the character's cool, obviously you're, you're going to go, all right, it's working in the right direction. But sometimes they'll, have, they'll put a, a new character in and they make that a big part of the storyline mm-hmm. and it changes the whole dynamic of everything. Kind of shitty. I notice with a lot of dramas, as I'm watching Suits right now, they typically bring in a new character that is the antagonist for that season. And they're the ones creating all the problems. And then you resolve it. And then the next season, you get a whole new bad guy. And they roll that in. I'm okay with that. That seems to be a device that they use now in a lot of dramas. I love a new good bad guy. Yeah. Right. I love a villain if they can do it right. Well, you make or break a season depending upon the storyline with the villain and if they're cast right. You got to have the villain. You do, um, especially if a drama. You're talking about that. You got to have it, no doubt. Well, uh, our villain is in uh, New Orleans today. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have as uh, much contention. <laughs> So she's uh, partying it up for a little Mardi Gras action. We'll hopefully get her on here in just a couple minutes. Did you get any emails or comments from her biting the guy's head off during the No Name movie game? I did, yeah. I didn't know if I should read it to her directly. Uh, she may not like it. So. Uh, almost ha- I got, uh, I got, I got several, yeah. But there's- more, more or less than 10. Probably a little more. <laughs> and what, were they, what was the tone of them? Not cool. Not cool that she bit the guy. Well, this this one kind of uh, sums it uh, up. It says, been a fan for many years. Love you guys. This time, V, you really need to be called out. What she did during the no-name movie game on Friday was really unacceptable. Calling that guy stupid and then quitting. Complaining like a lunatic was terrible to listen to. The poor guy was clearly excited to play, and he was totally bullied on the air. Shame on V. And really? She's calling him stupid? She can't even do pre-K math. She's the stupidest shit, including calling a hamster hamster. Which is cringy to say the least. As an Italian, I also have to constantly hear the bullshit that comes out of her mouth about Italian facts that are clearly wrong. <laughs> I'm such a shitty Italian. I'm not going to be able to correct. No, I think here's uh, Virginia. Hello, Virginia. Hey. Hi, hi. What's going on? Oh, nothing. I'm just eating some breakfast of champions, some king cake. Oh, don't eat that baby. <laughs> that's like that's going to be your breakfast for Lundy Graw. Oh, yes. And for Mardi Gras. Both days, back to back. Okay, that's just how much king cake do you consume over the weekend? <laughs> a lot. We went and got like seven different king cakes yesterday, and so we had to try like four of them. Okay. <laughs> I ate four of them. I don't want to ruin your breakfast. We were just reading an email. Somebody was upset. You called that guy stupid on Friday and then quit. <laughs> I was in a mood. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah it happens. She was in a, she was in a mood. Well, yeah, the, the, Kevin was talking about it, and yes, it, it was uncomfortable, and I, I know you are sorry. The one thing I do want to have people keep in mind, and yeah. it's happened to me a few times, and this is actually to defend Virginia on this level, not how it played off, but sometimes you can try to make a moment happen yeah. and realize it's not working, and you're so far in it that you're trying to wrap it up and you know it's uncomfortable and it just doesn't work 
and you might take a chance and mm-hmm. maybe you're trying to be funny and it just didn't work. Yeah. That 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 can happen. Yeah. You, you never know what's going to be funny sometimes. No, it's true. And and honestly, look, I mean, it, it is true that we, we can be in a mood. So, yeah. you know, hey, look, I mean, we're, we're humans and uh, this thing is pretty much alive. I mean, we have ideas about what we're going to talk about and how things are going to go, but it, it's spontaneous. You just, you don't know and... Look, sometimes a moment can get the best of you. Well, I just know that there's been times where I've tried to do something and maybe change it up or do a different kind yeah. of a shtick or a bit or something. And it right. just it's it's fallen flat. I might look oh, like Oh, it's a the worst feeling. Yeah. It's a bad it is a bad yeah. feeling if you're trying that. And I, I think yeah. that might have been a little bit what's going on. Yeah. It happens a bit. We apologized to him three or four times now. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I did. I felt bad afterwards. I mean, that was a little brutal. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you, 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 all you can do is own it, apologize, and just move on, you know? Yeah, and just misdirected hostility. It wasn't about him. It was about me. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> it's been addressed. Uh, Jennifer does have to say something about the overuse of bra, bro. Uh, she said, I got to start an intervention with Jaybird. Bra has got to go. <laughs> Please do. Even bro is better. Get in the line. Put that in the things I'm working on that I need to change. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there you go. Yeah, we, we got, got a lot of things. We're, 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 we're trying. I mean, we got a lot of crutches. Yeah. We're, we're, we get it. We're, we're, we're shitty broadcasters. <laughs> it's the best way to put it. Yeah. You know, all you do is just move yeah. on. I mean, we're I, not very good at this. I mean, I can tell you this: but we're trying as hard as we can. We, we are honestly. We just might be I hand out A's for effort on every person here. <laughs> there's just gonna be You're some A's for effort. Yeah, there's gonna be some shit that don't work. Yeah, the effort is there though. I, I promise you. And you're like going, gosh, you guys try as hard as you can. And that's all you get. Yes. Yeah, I, I hear you. But I, we're giving you everything we got. Again, the whole bro bra thing started off as a joke. Yeah, I, I don't have to tell you, but I am yeah. trying my hardest. Octopus has a good idea. It might be about time to bring back the KBJ hate song. Yes. We're, we're getting ah, yeah, I know. But then it, it really, it really just pr- brings out the dickiest of fuck faces. Then they think they can stop you at Publix. Yeah, they haven't slowed down, but yeah, we could definitely make a few more songs. Out. I don't know. I might, I might snap. Yeah, that's true. We got, we got, we got to let this mood pass. That's the dark why, cloud has to leave. That's why we try to let. We kind of try to move over it. We knew if we would have made a thing of it on Friday. It would not have gone well. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, let me I'm see. Uh, Virginia, you didn't even watch the Super Bowl last night. You were in New Orleans having a little bit of fun. Bird forgot about it. I <laughs> I watched um, till about uh, almost to the second half. It just is on too late. I just I, I can't. And it's so I, I got up. I saw all the highlights, saw all the plays, looked at the clips, watched the whole halftime show, saw the replays of the commercials I needed to. I'm going to watch the whole thing today. Uh, from where I left off last night. But, yeah, it's just on too freaking late, man. I just can't do it. Um, so some of the stuff, uh, Cody, with the Taylor Swift, I saw that, yeah, she was all over the place before the game, at least four appearances they had, and that was even before kickoff. Apparently Swift appeared 12 times. So I was way over the uh, – there was one site, I think it was FanDuel, that was offering up five and a half times she would be seen. So that blew that away on the CBS broadcast game total of 53 seconds i think i saw 50 53 55 so it was less than a minute 
You saw Taylor Swift, but she was on there enough. Yeah, you know, I, I got a text message from my buddy. He's like, hey, did you see Reba sing? I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. The, the Super Bowl's on. I was watching some <laughs> some clown horror yeah. movie from the 80s. Right. That's what I was watching. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I Reba could... Reba good? Reba's always good. Reba, I, that's why yeah. I want to go back. Everybody was good. Every performance was great. Uh, the only... Alicia Keys, when she kind of started off was a little off. She sounded like me when I first started singing Wonderwall a couple weeks ago on headphone karaoke. <laughs> so it kind of it took her... But as soon as she got over that initial line or whatever, she nailed it. So she was good. And I kind of respected it because you knew that they were singing live. Look, that can be tricky. I, I've... People who have never been on a stadium, and I did see it. They had they call what to you had your ears in or whatever. And Usher had molded earphones, so I think how they do that is he would be able to just hear his voice because he was singing live. Yeah, but I've been down on the field. They hand me a microphone at Roger Dean Stadium, and you're out there for spring training, and you're doing announcements, and you're talking, and you hear your voice a half second later in your ear. It messes it's, you up, it's man. It's maddening. You have to block your own voice out because it, because, because, sound, sound, sounds like, like this, <laughs> this, this. You're like, what the fuck is going it's on? It's very hard, hard, hard. Yes, that's what it sounds like if you don't do that. So maybe it had something to do with audio that she was almost playing headphone karaoke uh, for that reason. But other than that, all the performances were amazing. Uh, to your point, I, you know, Billy Joel's performance at the Grammys, mm-hmm. I loved it, first of all. Yeah. But it was slightly a little bit more raw and he didn't hit every note perfectly, and I thought it sounded awesome. Shows he's singing, and it still sounded good. And sometimes a raw performance yeah. is right where the, the heart needs, I like that. Man. That's better than if you would have just, ah, let's just, you know. I, I fucking hate just the lip sync it and just, you know, make it sound per. No, I, I was all cool with that. I used to like, I mean, call me old-fashioned, but I like my musicians to legit be musicians and play live. Yeah. Yeah, I was cool uh. with it. Uh, somebody texted and said, did y'all mention the streaker at the Super Bowl last night? No, I, I saw a little rumblings about it, but I did not uh, see what happened, if they were on camera or whatever. It depends upon when it happened. I'd seen somebody mention that there were several guys who were thrown out of the Super Bowl before it even started. They decided to jump the wall and run out on the field. I don't know if that's who you're talking about, but... I mean, the cheapest ticket was what eight to nine thousand dollars, and I mean, even if and you can't get down low, because they'll stop you. I know enough about stadiums that I've had the crappy tickets, and I try to get down lower, and they're you got especially at the Super Bowl, you'd be like, you can't go down there. You don't have a ticket to get you down there. So they probably had super expensive tickets. They get thrown out before. A ticket that expensive? But they're probably trying to get that shine, get that stunt. It's probably what they're doing. Maybe if you get on TV, you make it worthwhile for a... Probably that down... If they had those kind of tickets, you're probably talking twenty to $30,000 a I'll, ticket. I don't think you're going to get on TV, but I do think you'll probably get on the internet. Yeah. I think they cut away on TV. Okay. Yeah, I, I did not uh, see the streaker that uh, went on. RJ said it was uh, on social media, but not TV. Yeah, TV, they, uh, I think they're instructed to, don't show the streaker. Yeah, they don't want to. Which is kind of, you know, <laughs> I want to see the street. Most people want to see it, I think. I get it. You don't want the kids to see yeah. it. But it's a crazy moment in the world. It's, it's entertaining. Yes. Yeah, when you see that. 
the best I ever saw was actually at a Chiefs game in Kansas City, and it wound up being one of the few games ever in the NFL that was rained out. And a guy got on the field, and they had the tarp down, and it was so slippery. He's shirtless, and they had about 20 security guys trying to get him, and he was slipping through. He probably was running straight for a solid four minutes and 40 seconds. And, and the crowd was going out. nuts. They were going nuts. They couldn't get him. He was doing razzle-dazzle, and they would have him down, and then he would squirt out of the bottom of the pile, and everybody was losing their minds. It was one of the best moments I've ever seen. But yeah, they completely, I don't think they'd ever show that on TV, unfortunately, because it was the only highlight I remember from that game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, got an email from Stassi. She said, great game last night, but I was wondering if you or the listeners can help me out and shine some light on the Jesus commercials during the Super Bowl. What the heck was that about and who is sponsoring them? Yeah, I don't know. There, there will be groups behind it. I don't know. Who was behind it? I did see the one Jesus commercial, and it was about being a servant. It was about leading with love. Um, I think it's probably a group that's trying to combat um, Christian groups that get a bad name for being overly judgmental, and they just want to tell you how you're a, a screw-up and say, look, that's that's not the true nature of Jesus. And so we want you to understand that it's about love, forgiveness. It's about you know, putting yourself on the same level as others or below others. And everyone, people are mad about it, of course. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, some people, you know, hey, look, I, I get it being a religious person. If you mention God, Jesus, church, people get triggered just by that. <laughs> they absolutely um, do. If you talk about Taylor Swift or Jesus these days. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but I know there are a lot of splinter groups that are out there trying to do that. And honestly, I, I applaud that. I like that attitude a lot more. So I, I cringe when I see somebody being judgmental and the, the hard line really nasty to people. And I just don't. I, so I agree with the commercial. The one I saw, I liked it. So yeah. I don't know, but I don't know who's behind it. Don't know anything about it. I'll look into it, though. There's just so many things with the Super Bowl, man. I was freaking working on all weekend, everything I could do, and then getting up this morning. There's just not enough time to get everything together. There's just so many little storylines and between celebrities and all that crap. I saw Bieber was taking crap because he didn't get on stage. He didn't want to. Well, I was like, who because cares? He, because he yells at his fans. <laughs> well, I think he's. I wonder where he is with the. He had the health issues. Remember, he had to call off his tour. Oh, yeah. What was it? it was throat? He, he, no, he had that facial paralysis thing, yeah. I think. Remember that? So I don't know where he is with that. I think he just... I saw him on stage last week. He performed a couple of songs, and that was it. Uh, Toff has been bitching about football all day. <laughs> you promised that it's the last day we talk football in Swift. I beg of thee. Well, football season's over, so it's not going to be a storyline. You know, Wait, I, I mean, man. honestly, I don't know how you today do a mass appeal show and don't talk about the fucking Super Bowl. I Wait mean, a minute. Toph was, she was complaining? I know. I know. What the shit? I, I hear you. I mean, I, I, I was, can't. I already texted her I can't, can't promise today. you, but. I put her a call. I go, Toph, thanks for the pep talk again. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying here, but, you know, I mean, it, it kind of what we do, it's, it's kind of expected of me. 
You know so. what? Toph is sick of it, Kevin. Shut it the fuck down. I hear you. There will be a lot less, I'm hoping. But uh, yeah, the, the what? Honestly, can't promise that we'll never mention our biggest artist. The, the <laughs> Taylor Swift, man, it, it's getting people fired up. She's yeah. she's becoming what I was talking about yesterday. She's getting to the point where everyone's talking about her so much, it's starting to produce hate. Not for Taylor Swift, Swifties, they love it. They love it. If you're not a Swiftie, people are fucking losing their minds now. Well, one thing that I I started to feel a little bit, the Kelsey brothers. And look, they have had quite a year. Their level of uh, awareness has risen to a whole new level. Uh, Travis Kelsey's gone mainstream. His brother now, who, unless you're a football fan, had no idea who they are. I started, I think, for the first time a little bit this weekend, started to have twinges of, all right, it's a lot. Yeah, even when we were talking it, about the Travis Kel- Kelsey thing today about him shoving, people, either people were sending me that, nice things or really dicky, like, bro, you are such a fucking pussy. I thought you fucking played yeah, sports. Yeah, and I, honestly, that, that bothered me less because I think I understand. I've seen the emotions on so many football games, and I've never played, obviously, to that level or any real level, but you know, I, I kind of get the nature and the attitude in, in football. So I forgive that more, but... Him doing the fight for your right to party was kind of annoying and cringy to me. And then kind, him, kind of. And then him singing the Viva Las Vegas last night, I was like, dude, all right, shut the fuck up, man. Gosh, you're so fucking annoying. So it kind of started to get to me a bit, and even a slight little bit with his brother Jason, who's just so in your face. And, you know, he, he was at the... Adele show and you know all that kind of stuff and then there was a meme going around with him that he was supposed to be like he looked like he's in the hangover movie but it's just it's a lot of exposure and so not now but I started to feel slight twinges I I'm still kind of amused a little bit with Jason but I get how it happens well it's one of those things that I, it's it kind of annoying because I, I really don't I swear to you I could give zero fucks about this entire topic kelsey t- yeah so I, I ain't got i no, don't really care i ain't got no dog in the fight but just to see everyone getting all pissy about it, I, i'm just noticing there's a there's a change in the atmosphere of everyone loving taylor swift and t- and this I, is good for them that i think they need to kind of cool down the temperature a bit and just chill they've got the whole off season i think it'd be good for them to maybe take a little bit of it off and yeah you know because i think you're slightly starting to push that edge now rj said the kelsey podcast is really good and my cousin who's big into sports he he made a comment over the weekend he listens and he really likes it and so i i think it's good i think sports fans still like him but yeah it's probably good we've seen we've had our fill i think of the kelsey brothers take a little <laughs> take the off season and kind of chill a bit and then we'll come back the other thing has kind of been a topic that's come up a bit is the burt kreischer Thing. Comedian that's out there, Tom Segura, he's actually going to be at the Hard Rock coming up here in, in a little bit. And you were mentioning how you were starting to see some comments. And Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura, they went on the Pat McAfee show, which if you're into the sports, it's it's big on ESPN. It's it's very it's kind of like dude stuff. It's not as barstooly sports, but it still has got a dude element. C.J. Stroud, who I know because he was the Ohio State Buckeye quarterback last year. He's the rookie of the year. Real mild-mannered dude. Really good guy. He was on there, and Burt Kreischer comes on, 
And he does it twice, by the way. I think they were kind of hammered. He takes his shirt off, starts doing push ups, and they were talking about CJ's just kind of like, who are these guys? I don't know what's going on. It was his moment. Well, and they kind of railroaded it. And I read the comments on the thread. They were 95% negative to Burt Kreischer. And that's where I was like, okay, Bird may be onto something. People were very annoyed by what he did on the Pat McAfee show. I understand that people like them as stand-up comedians. I'm talking about their podcasts and stuff. He had done that twice, Burt Kreischer. He crashed it the first time, and it went decent enough. Okay. it went. De- he did it again the second time mm-hmm. during that interview you're talking about with Tom Segura. And yeah. It was not received well by a lot of people, at least online. And this this is stuff that was not going on a few years ago. Those guys are beloved. Okay. I wasn't saying my comments to hate on Tom Segura yeah. or to hate on Bert Kreischer. This but, is the temperature. But I'm telling you, there's a tide turning on those two guys. If, yeah. If, you know. That's the only comment. Now, it's not I, your personal feelings. Yeah. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say it's their stand-up that they're turning on. It's their, their douchey behavior is what the people are saying. On their podcast. Yeah, it's a fine line. And hey, look, sometimes if you're in that, the the, the dudes will just absolutely love it. And then the mainstream, and you have to just realize, I'm probably not going to be a mainstream performer. I'm going to have my little niche, and it's going to be kind of the frat guy niche. A lot of it is because a lot of those guys come out of the Joe Rogan area. Those sure. are a lot of those are Joe Rogan's guys that, mm-hmm. that he has on their show all the time. And a lot of times they talk about... It almost kind of comes off as if they sometimes can seem as if they're better than people because oh, they're God. stand-up comedians. And that seems to be the consensus. I'm a stand-up comedian. I see the world differently. We are the last artist. On the, and that It comes off a little arrogant for some people. And that's been, I think, a big part of the hate. Engineer Keith, he's a fan of you know KBJ and also their little network. He said, I'm a diehard KBJ fan, mediocre fan of, it's, I guess, the your mom's house. Yes, that's, their the, crew. that's one of them. And he said, one of the criticisms that they have received since building the podcast empire is that the hosts have become out of touch and talking too much about their newly acquired wealth. In response to this bit, Tom Segura decided to lean into the narrative and just be a heel. Yep. So when Tom is calling people poors and talking up certain moments of his life, it's on purpose. It's a bit. It was a bit. He went on Twitter and went on a rant, which he has now deleted all of those tweets because mm-hmm. he started seeing the hate. He said, so if you're not in the fandom, I understand how you might think that there's some kind of schism between Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, and the fans. Furthermore, Tom has set the tone for how to interact with them by oftentimes behaving as a heel in the conversations that he participates in. So maybe that's the audience. You know, playing that up. They don't feel that way about them. They're just trying to be haters because that's what they're encouraged to do. I, I, I respectfully disagree with Engineer Keith. Okay. I, I do think that that was going on. Uh, t- looking at Tom Segura's Twitter rant, it wasn't received very well. It just wasn't. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, let me see a couple of uh, things about driving here. This is uh, one relating to Virginia's story about how she dodged off the ox, uh, uh, off ramp. If you go a little bit north of uh, Jupiter, Florida, and you start getting on to I-95, the exits become fewer and far between. And Caitlin said, uh, yeah, Virginia was talking about that sneaky maneuver that she made. She said, one weekend we were headed to Lake Wales to go to Bock Tower Gardens just for the day. We missed the Yeehaw Junction on the Turnpike, and we had to keep going for 50 miles 
we got there so late oh. we ended up getting a hotel and then conceived our first baby. Yeah, so watch those exits or life as you know it changes forever. Wow, yeah, that's that's true. That's one of them. 50 miles. I mean, that is that's pretty insane that you don't have a way to remedy your little mistake for 50 miles. Virginia, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. What are your thoughts on anything? Look, I am never going to judge anybody who makes a move like I did to save themselves an hour. It was an hour that it would have taken me to circle back around and come back. It was already past 9 p.m. I feel like if I would have got pulled over, I probably could have defended myself. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. So I, 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 I think that you're not alone. I think you, I've seen people doing the most ridiculous maneuvers. I've seen a lot of people, uh, especially as you get those two roads and you have the grass. A lot of times you have to drive down and go down into this kind of little, uh, I don't know, a little gully. And then you got to come. I've seen people driving down through high grass and just saying, screw it, because they realize it's another 30 miles before we can remedy this. And they're like, screw it. I'll take a chance. A gully. That's a good word. What exactly does that mean? I don't know that word. Gully? Yeah, gully, I think, is that's probably from my parts, because we got a lot of gullies and gulches and what the hell is haulers that? and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> what the fuck? You t- what well, when that? you got hills, it would be it just it, the hill goes up and then it's where it goes down into a low ravine. Basically, if you're from hill country, you would get it. Gullies, gulches, ditches, all that kind of stuff. Cricks. Cricks. It's like a little embankment. It's like a little, like a little, like a light canal. Yeah, that's kind of it. So, yeah, but you got to be in hill country to kind of get what that is. And Florida's definitely not hill country. Hey, Virginia, you missed it. We They found a car in an, another one of those cars with bones in it and a lake. Here in Palm Beach no County, way. it's uh, you know, really? you know where it's just south of 45th Street, west of I-95, where they built that new apartment complex. And remember, they built up land around it so they could build that apartment complex. Yes, that's where they pulled it out of, and they were looking for another car of a. I think he was 20 at the time in 1979, went missing. They thought his car might be in there, and so they're like, "We found it," and they pulled up the car. And be like, "Nope, this isn't it. This is somebody else." It was a car from the late 80s. Yeah. That's so crazy. It really is because it just makes you think how many more fucking cars are out there in those in the bottom. Well, this this it's the same group that keeps finding them. They're going out and they're running the sonar and and all these bodies of water throughout Florida, and it is freaking unreal. It's it's just it's almost like there's a car in every body of water you see. Every canal, every lake has a car in it, at least. And the way it was explained to me, especially if it's an older case, it's not like the police weren't looking for this person that was missing. They start running out of money and resources, so they can't really do things like drag the lake and look for it, and eventually the case goes cold. That's why it's good that that service, Adventures with Purpose, yeah. is is doing that. Yeah, I mean, and- even, even after all these years, you're talking about a car... From 1979, there's still going to be family that are wanting to know well, what happened to him, you know? Well, I mean... Yeah, they finally get their answers. Right, absolutely. Like 10 years ago, nobody was looking in lakes like 15 years ago. They just mm-hmm. weren't. Well, think about places like the Everglades. 
where you could really, oh yeah, you could get rid of a lot of shit out there and never yeah. find it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them are people that just maybe fall asleep at the wheel or they were drunk or something like that and they drive into a body of water. But you're right. I mean, we've had a lot of, you know, mafia, cartel, all that kind of crap that's gone on here in South Florida. I'll tell you one thing. Who is not afraid of the woods late at night in the middle of nothing? Murderers. They seem to really love the woods for some reason. I mean, if oh, I'm yeah, out no the doubt. woods by myself as a man right now, I'm fucking scared. They go yeah. out there. They just, oh, this is beautiful. Yeah. Woods. No doubt. That's their territory. They feel right at home. Yeah, they do. Well, there was, you know, during the 70s, you know, Ted Bundy and the Green River Killer were killing at the same time, basically dumping bodies in the same area. So they're going, you know, do they ever walk by, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Just... Yeah, see you later. You know, they were dumping bodies in the same, you know, do they ever cross paths walking in the woods together? No, it's fascinating. You think about it, especially when they wind up pulling a car out by a body of water, it's by where you live. And then you think to yourself, man, I've, I've gone by that body of water thousands of times over the last 25 years. There's three stories in Palm Beach County alone about finding yeah. a car with a body or bones in it. And it just now, I, I, I look at every body of water differently, and I was just like, how many cars are in there? You're starting to look at bodies of water, how I look at woods when we drive by. Yeah, right. <laughs> no one likes that yeah. question. They go, hey, you guys think there's any dead bodies out in those woods? It is a little dark. <laughs> but, you know, if you're in the right mood. But I, I wonder. Yeah. Uh, Christina and BK. I don't know if that's Burger King. Um, I don't know where that might be. British Columbia, and they forgot how to spell it correctly. Could be, yeah. Uh, she said, we listened to the ATS. Love you to ask listeners about their most expensive Uber rides ever taken. Mine was after SantaCon in Hoboken, New Jersey, and I was a little overserved, and I couldn't figure out the New Jersey transit system. I got to tell you, honestly, sometimes, gosh, man, I was... That way, I went to a, a, a Cubs game at Wrigley, went to go meet my buddy, and then tried to get back to my hotel, which is a different part of Chicago, trying to figure out the L system. Oh, oh my. I thought I was just that. I thought I was going to sleep under a bridge. It's the L system, the elevated train. The elevated train. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that from the movie The Fugitive. Oh, it's like you hop the green line to the orange line. I'm like, going, oh, I'm so hammered. I'm never going to get home. I just thought I was dead. Oh, that. that that's stresses me out so much. Yeah, she said, I had to take an Uber from Hoboken to Astoria in Queens, and it was $285. This is, of course, excluding any Uber rides that uh, resulted in cleaning fees. Yeah, you were talking about somebody that went from Georgia, North Georgia, I think. Down to, uh, it was in the middle of Palm Beach County. I didn't get the price on that, but somebody had, I was talking to somebody over the weekend who heard that segment and said, I took an Uber from Pensacola all the way down to Florida, and it was roughly around $800, $900. That's unreal. And that was more recent, too. That's unreal. That's a lot of money. I mean, at that point, if you can help it, you rent a car, and then you just drop it off at another Hertz. Right? Because how much does it cost to run a car? Not even close to that. That's insane. I mean, I think you can rent a car, I think, because we're stuck in the rental world, and I think it's like 135 a week or something like that. I mean, that person could have been lying to me, but that's what they told me. Well, you know, I don't... 
I could see people getting into a situation, especially if you've got cocktails or an intoxicant involved. You accidentally ordered the Uber XL or the the expensive one, which can happen. Sure. You can order that one, which is a lot uh, more expensive. You do that from Pensacola to Florida. There's nothing worse than being hammered and trying to maneuver mass transit in a place you're not familiar with. It's the worst, man. The absolute worst. It's like, how do I get in this situation? I almost have to sit down on the floor and go, all right, bird. Here's your plan. First thing you got to do is just take a deep breath. Yeah. Second, find your That's phone. That's what I did. I did. I, I sat get down, the basics. Had a conversation with the homeless guy. We talked about life. I had to get perspective. Had to just, sober up a bit. Exactly. Reset. Yeah. Uh, people are asking, Virginia, how did uh, Magnolia wind up getting to New Orleans? Because you did talk about uh, that being an issue that your daughter's friend who was going to take her backed out and... What were you going to do to get Magnolia to New Orleans with you? And she is there. Yeah. So her friends had to back out. One of them had a test and that was the little girl that was going to drive everybody. So they backed out at the last minute. So when we drove through Tallahassee, I picked her up and she's going to fly out New Orleans tomorrow. When we get up and go to the parades in the morning, she's going to, uh, go to the airport. Oh, okay. That's good. That, that, yeah, some people throw that out there. That sounded like that's uh, going to work. That t- the Tallahassee Airport? Is that what that is? Yeah, she had, the, she had to fly through Atlanta, but she'll be back in Tallahassee by, like, I think 10, 30, 11 a.m. Yeah, I'd imagine so. In fact, it's it's kind of crazy. All these towns, there's, like, little places you can fly into. I know. That's not your big-time... Yeah. If you knew somebody, like, yeah, I'll drop you right off. Well, for instance, you know, that uh, plane that uh, crashed on I-75 on Friday, it came from the Ohio State Airport. And I was talking to a friend of mine. I'm like, well, I knew Ohio, uh, Columbus had two airports. They have one that's pretty big and then small. You can get a few flights out of. But they had a third airport that you can fly. So, yeah, you think about South Florida. I mean, we've got the three main ones. But, yeah, there's just all kinds of little airports. Let, let's say you own a plane or a little, little jet or something, yeah. and you have enough of your prop, <clears throat> property. Are you allowed to make your own landing strip, or do you have to – is that illegal? Yeah, no. I mean, it depends upon where you are. I, I don't know about FAA things about you know landing it, because I think you always have to have a flight plan. But you'd probably have to get it approved by the Federal Aviation Administration. You look at that neighborhood in Wellington that they've got where you can land your private planes and park them – in your own hangar at your house. Yeah, it's just a different level. I assume they probably had to get that approved. Because, yeah, you wouldn't be able to fly. Like They want to know power lines. They want to know buildings, all that kind of stuff. So I'd imagine it's got to be an approved flight plan. I am kind of surprised there's not more shit falling from the sky from planes and stuff. I mean, I know there's stories about that, but thank gosh it's not There's a lot, but it could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah, it really could be. So that's good. All right, Virginia, you got your party uh, coming up. Is it uh, 3 p.m. Central, I assume? Yes, 3 p.m. Central. So it'll be 4 o'clock your time. Okay. All right, so you're going to be posting up maybe a little live streaming video or something like that from your party? Yeah. What, what platform do you want me to use? I think you should go live on YouTube. All right. But it's what good. I'll have Rocco show me how. <laughs> that, that's a Kevin Ralston question. Though. I like it. Yeah, I just know do fa- it. Facebook fucks us over so many times. We try to go live. Do with YouTube? Them. Yeah, that'd be fun. So I mean, everybody who's watching right now the podcast, you know, if you go click that little bell 
then when Virginia goes live from the three-legged dog in New Orleans, you'll get a notification. You can kind of put it on the background and see what the hell's going on. It's super easy, Virginia. Just like you're doing a YouTube short, that live icon will come on and just hit that. Sweet. Okay, I'll do it. I'll start at 3 o'clock. Didn't you say and, uh, last time you hosted this party you were too sober? I was, and I was embarrassed, actually. Okay, so you <laughs> will not be that sober this time. No. Good. If I do it right, I'll do a bunch of shots right before I go live. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll know by how you act on the live broadcast whether you've been drinking or not. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna peruse that thing today for any content for tomorrow. If I sound like Urkel, you know I've been overserved. Uh, did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right, well, have fun today. We'll uh, check in with you tomorrow. I know we were hoping to have you visually on today, and uh, that did not work out. So hopefully tomorrow well, maybe I'm we can here. figure that out. Okay. I have, Magnolia has her laptop, too. So if you want me to do it on, on the laptop instead of the phone, just let me know. Yeah, I'll try to figure out what exactly the situation was. But, yeah, I'd love to have you on and live visually tomorrow so we'll work on that hopefully that'll be a thing tomorrow okay do you want me to bring back any special food or anything i mean you know what the bird likes so <laughs> let's uh let's surprise me all right i'll bring back some goodies okay nice. all right well have fun we'll uh, chat with you tomorrow we'll keep an eye out for your video today super okay i'll be on at three o'clock on youtube live Sweet. Okay. Talk to you then, y'all. Back here tomorrow. See you then.